Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, reader. Welcome back for part two of our horse adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to go back and listen if you haven't already. Reading Bug Adventures is written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. This is our last story of the season, but we'll be back again with more stories and songs in the fall. And if you want to listen to Reading Bug Adventures music, you can find many of our songs on Amazon Music, Spotify, and other streaming services. If you love Reading Bug Adventures, please consider supporting our small business with a Reading Bug Box subscription. Subscriptions are perfect for any occasion, birthdays, holidays, or for helping inspire a love of reading through the summer months. Reading Bug Box brings the special small bookstore touch right to your doorstep with a perfectly personalized selection of books selected by me and our bookstore experts to match the unique age, interest, and reading level of every young reader. Subscribe today at readingbugbox.com. Or you can shop with us anytime at thereadingbug.com, where you can choose from millions of books and gifts, find recommendations from our staff, and even select custom care packages handpicked with love. Thanks for all your support during this difficult year. And a big thank you, too, to Resonate Recordings, who does the sound mixing and mastery for every Reading Bug Adventures episode. Finally, thank you to our sponsors and to all of you for helping us continue to make this podcast. It takes a lot of time to write and record every episode and every song, and we couldn't do it without your help. A big hello to our newest patrons, Evie, Asher, Enzo, and Zach, and Renna. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, it's time to get back to our horse adventure, don't you think? On the count of three, why don't we all imagine ourselves back to Kentucky with our new friend Dottie, We've got some work to do. Are you ready? Great. Then count with me. One, two, three. Let's fly. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Reader, welcome back. I'm so happy to see you. We've got some really important work to do on our adventure today. We've got to find one of the local packhorse librarians, Miss Audrey. She's gone missing in the treacherous hills of eastern Kentucky, where she traveled to help bring books to the poor families that live there. The books that the packhorse librarians bring to the families here help to lift their spirits and inspire them. So it's really important that we find Miss Audrey and help her get those books delivered. Since we last saw one another, our new friend Dottie, 
Let us borrow her mother's horse. And now we're riding deep into the hills and woods alongside Dottie and her horse, Merrylegs. Lucky for us, Miss Audrey's hinny seems to be leading the way up the mountain to Miss Audrey. I hope she's okay. That's right. You and your reader friend are riding on my mama's horse, Skip. Skip may be old, but he's a great old horse. Tall, lean, and deep brown. I like to imagine he might have been a racehorse before his time in Appalachia. Lauren, since we've got both of you on Skip, you'll want to hold on to the cantle while your reader friend takes the reins. The cantle? C-A-N-T-L-E. The candle is the back of the saddle, right? That's right. Dottie, Merrylegs is only carrying you, but the two of us are riding on Skip. Won't that hurt him? I'm afraid we don't have three horses, else I'd given you each one a ride. Any penny is going to need to carry Miss Audrey when we find her. But we can easily make do with the two horses we got. Skip weighs about 1,000 pounds, and a horse can carry about 20% of his weight on his back. Reader, what's 20% of 1,000? That's right. If 10% of 1,000 is 100, then 20% is 2 times 100, or 200 pounds. And I'm betting you two don't weigh 200 pounds, even when y'all are soaking wet. Skip can carry you two no problem. That's nice to hear. He certainly is doing a good job so far. Even as the hills get steeper and the ground gets rockier, Skip is carrying us smoothly and confidently. We'll be following the creek bed at our left up the mountains, and I can point out the sights as we go. Keep your eyes and ears peeled in case we run into Miss Audrey somewhere. We're really happy to get to ride horses and see the sights with you, Dottie. But isn't there an easier way to find Miss Audrey? What if Hinny Penny isn't leading us to Miss Audrey? Yeah, why don't you just call the homes on her route and see who saw Miss Audrey last? That might help us narrow down where she might be. Call? Yes, on the telephone. Oh no, we've only got one or two telephones in Paintsville and none of the mountain people have them. They don't even have running water electricity in the hills. No, the only way to figure out what happened to Miss Audrey is for us to ride up there and find her. Oh, I had no idea. Okay then, I, I guess you're right. Riding into the mountains to search for her seems like the only option. Do you really think that Henny Penny knows where Miss Audrey is? I sure hope so, Lauren. She's a good mule, and she seems to be a mule on a mission right now. I read that mules are very intelligent, loyal, and affectionate. Well, I don't know about that, but I do know that Henny Penny loves Miss Audrey, and she knows these hills better than most people. Miss Audrey's been riding in the hills longer than any other librarian, and Henny Penny's been with her for every step. As we climb up the mountain, the path is a gentle but steady uphill climb, but it will get rockier, muddier, and steeper as we keep going up and up. It's slippery today because of all the rain yesterday, but don't worry. Skip's a strong horse, and almost as steady on the hills as Henny. Mules are especially good in the mountains because their feet are smaller and more upright than a horse's. But Skip will keep you safe. We are sitting pretty high up, aren't we, reader? And we're right at the edge of a cliff! One misstep from Skip, and we could tumble all the way down into the valley below. And the ride isn't smooth like when you're driving in a car on the highway. It's more like when you're riding in a jeep on a dirt road full of rocks and ruts. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Just hold on a few more minutes. The mountain trail levels off up ahead. The ride on the flats will be smooth for a bit before the next climb. Help! Help me, help! Hey, stop! Did you hear that? Henny has come to a stop. She's stomping her feet and she won't stop hee-hawing. I think she's trying to tell us something. 
Whoa, whoa now, Mary Legs. Reader, pull back up on Skip's reins and tell him whoa. That'll make him stop so we can listen and have a look around. Great job. I thought I heard someone calling for help. You sure did, Lauren. And I think Henny's trying to tell us that Miss Audrey's calling us from somewhere down below the path. And where there's bees, there's honey. Look around and see if you can spot her. Help! Help me! Help! Miss Audrey must have slipped down the side of this cliff. Look down below and see if you can spot Miss Audrey anywhere. Help! I can hear her, but I still can't see her. Help! There! I see her! She's over there! Just below us and halfway down the side of the cliff. See? Oh, yes, I do see her. There's a narrow ledge sticking out from the side of the hill, and Miss Audrey is lying on it, holding onto a small tree. She looks like she might be hurt. She's covered in mud and dirt and scratches. Over here. Help. Miss... Miss Dottie? Is that you, girl? It sure is, Miss Audrey. Don't you worry. We've come to fetch you and take you back home. Well, aren't you a sight for sore eyes? Miss Audrey, can you climb back up the hill to us? We've got Henny Penny up here. I'm afraid that dog won't hunt. I've hurt my leg and I can't seem to put any weight on it at all. Reader, did you hear that? Miss Audrey is hurt. And she's at least 15 feet below us on a very steep hill. How are we going to be able to rescue her? Maybe somebody could climb down to Miss Audrey and help her climb up. Good idea, B. But... If one of us goes down there with Miss Audrey, we might not be able to get back up. Or worse, we could get hurt too. I don't want to get two of us stuck out here. Henny Penny was able to make it back up. Maybe someone can ride her down to Miss Audrey. You're right, Bug. But that would be pretty risky for Henny and her rider too. And I don't think Henny Penny could get back up here to safety with two riders on her back. There's got to be another way to rescue Miss Audrey. What if we lowered a rope to Miss Audrey and pulled her up to safety? That way, she could drag her hurt leg without putting pressure on it. Yes! Now you're thinking, girl. I've got a long rope that I carry right here on my saddle. But it's real rocky up here, and pulling Miss Audrey won't be easy. We could slip and be pulled off the cliff ourselves. Dottie, you said that Henny Penny is good at riding in these rocky hills as any of the other pack horses. What if we gave Miss Audrey one end of the rope and tied the other to Henny Penny? Pulling Miss Audrey wouldn't be any trouble for a strong Henny like her. That's a mighty fine idea, B. Lifting Audrey should be no sweat for a library horse like Henny. Quick, help me tie this rope around Henny and send the other end down to Miss Audrey. Audrey, we're going to throw a rope down to you and pull you up. Grab on tight and Henny Penny will do the rest. Easy as falling off a log, Miss Audrey. Just make sure you keep holding on. I'm weak as a kitten after my fall, but I'll hold on come rain or shine. You can be sure. There we go. Now, Henny Penny, nice and careful, right? Ritter, it's working. Henny Penny is walking slowly along the patch, pulling Miss Audrey up as she goes. Almost gotcha. You're as nigh as a pea now. You doing all right? What can't be cured must be endured. Just glad you all came along when you did. Now, reach out your hands to me and my reader friend, and we'll pull you up the rest of the way. Oh, oh great job! Oh, Miss Audrey, I sure I'm glad we found you. You're a sight for sore eyes. You are more glad than I am. Thank you all kindly for your helping hands and hooves. And looky here, another sight for sore eyes. Miss Hinny Pinny, 
I fretted that I might never see my best friend again. <laughs> Henny Penny came racing down the mountain to the library this morning, just as Dottie was getting ready to come looking for you. I swear that mule is even smarter than I thought she was. As soon as she saw us, she brayed as loud as Gabriel's trumpet and then turned around and headed back up the mountain, stopping every few minutes to make sure we were following her. Henny, don't you worry. I know it wasn't your fault that I fell. Miss Audrey, what happened? Henny Penny and I was walking up the mountain with the library books when Henny got spooked by a cottonmouth snake. Its white mouth was open wide, and that snake was ready to strike. Henny reared up on her hind legs, and I fell off and started rolling down the cliff. I must have hit my head on something, because when I opened my eyes again, the sun was setting, and my right ankle was swollen and hurting like the devil. I tried to get up, but I couldn't put any weight on my leg. I think my ankle is likely broke. At night, I could hear Henny Penny up above me on the trail, watching over me, but when I woke up this morning, she was gone. I tried to climb up the cliff this morning, but I still couldn't put any pressure on my leg. I just had to hope that someone would come looking for me. And thanks to you, Dottie, I'm found. Well, my new friends here deserve a lot of the credit. We're so happy to have been able to help, Miss Audrey. My name is Lauren, and this is the Spelling Bee, and the Reading Bug, and our reader friend. We heard all about the Packhorse Library from Dottie, and how important your book deliveries are to the people who live here. And as book lovers ourselves, we just had to help. The books? Oh, Henny, thank good lord that you've still got the saddlebag filled with books on your back. I was worried it might have fallen off when I did. All's well that ends well. But Tag Nabbit, I expect it will be weeks, maybe even months before I can start book delivering again with my foot all twisted like it is. Dottie, all the mountain folk are going to be sad if they can't get their books while my ankle is healing. I didn't even get to the first house before falling. No time to worry yourself about that now, Miss Audrey. You got to get you back home to see the dock. It's a wonder you made it out here on your own all night. Not a chance. I started this route yesterday, and I'm sure shooting gonna finish it today. Those folks need these books. They don't have nothing else in this world right now. And the wide mouth smiles I see when I ride up to their houses is exactly what I need, too. We're just a hop, skip, and a jump from the first cabin. Just hop me up on to Hinny Pinny, and we'll be on our way. But, Miss Audrey, you need to tend to your foot. It can wait. I'm a tough cookie girl. And besides, Hinny Pinny does all the hard work out here anyway. Come on now, help me up. Ready? One, two, three, up! Ugh. Now, unless you really want to turn things into a splatterment, let's get going! If we're going to get these books delivered, I'm going to need y'all's help. Yeah! Well, reader, you heard Miss Audrey. Let's go! Atta girl! Oh, Miss Dottie, you're a fine rider, and your merry legs is a fine horse. We're lucky to have you and your mama working on the Pack Horse Library. Dottie, have you ever seen a family get their books? No, ma'am. Mama and I just collect and pack up the books and magazines for you librarians to deliver. I've never delivered them myself. But I can imagine the joy they bring. Books have been a lifeline for me, too. Times are hard across the land. There's nary a penny to spare. Families work hard, but every night our pantries still are bare. There's little food for the young'uns, and even less for the mare. But our parents keep on keeping on. There's no time to despair. It can be lonely and quiet here in the hills, especially in winter with snow and the chills. But I'm never alone. I think you'll agree. 
There's a book by my side that I can read. I've never left town, but here in my head, I've been round the world in the books I have read. The book ladies ride into town, bringing news of the world to moms and to dads and to boys and to girls. Poplar Mechanics is Paws magazine, chock full of pictures of modern machines. And Ladies Journal is Ma's favorite read, with recipes for homes living on a shoestring. It can be lonely and quiet here in the hills, especially in winter with snow and the chills. But I'm never alone, I think you'll agree. There's a book by my side that I can read. I've never left town, but here in my head, I've been round the world in the books I have read. And me? Oh, I love stories that take me away from the hills of Canetook to the Chesapeake Bay, or fly me high across the sky in a hot air balloon, crossing the sea to explore Cameroon. It can be lonely and quiet here in the hills, especially in winter with snow and the chills. But I'm never alone, I think you'll agree. If there's a book by my side that I can read, I've never left town, but here in my head, I've been round the world in the books I have read. Thank you for that, Dottie. It warms my heart to hear how much this means to you. And look, up ahead, it's the first cabin. This one belongs to the Jefferson family, and truth be told, John Jefferson's as poor as a bear that wintered up in the balsams. These books are about the only thing they've got. I'll stay back here. You all go on ahead. Nonsense! You're coming with me. If your rescue hasn't earned you the right to be out here, then I don't know what could. Come on! Miss Jefferson? Mr. Jefferson? I may be late and lamed, but I'm here with your library books. Well, I'll be. Miss Audrey, we were expecting you yesterday. And I was starting to get worried. Don't you look a mess? Well, beauty never made the kettle sing. Nope. Nope, I guess that's right. This morning we started getting visitors from up above us on the mountain. Everyone was expecting you yesterday. And they started down the hill this morning to find out if something had happened to you. We were just getting ready to walk into town to ask for you down there. We sure are glad that you're okay. And who's this you brought along with you? We getting some new librarians up this way? Oh, no, sir. My name is Dottie, sir. But I just helped Miss Audrey out. Can't be a librarian because of the color of my skin. Nonsense, Dottie. Mr. Jefferson, we sure do have a new librarian. This is Miss Dottie, and she's going to take over my route while my leg heals. Me? I'd love to, Miss Audrey, but... I'm a colored girl, and the Pack Horse Library doesn't even hire colored grown-ups. Delivering books would be a dream come true, but I'm, I'm worried some of the mountain folk won't take as kindly to me as Mr. Jefferson did. Nonsense, Dottie. Do you know how Henny Penny got her name? 
Why, yes, I do. She's named after Henny Penny from The Little Red Hen. Right as rain. And do you remember that story? Henny Penny gets hit on the head by a fallen acorn and thinks the sky is falling. Right. And Henny Penny decides that she has to go tell the king about the falling sky. On her way, she meets other barnyard animals like Cocky Locky, Ducky Daddles, and Goosey Pussy, who all decide to join her on her journey. But then they meet Foxy Woxy, a sly fox that tries to eat them up. But Henny Penny and her friends stay brave, escape the fox, and warn the king. And you know what the moral of the story is? N- no. The moral of the story is don't be a chicken. <laughs> stay brave in the face of danger. This is no time to be afraid, Dottie. It's a time to be brave. The Mountain families are depending on you and Merrylegs to keep their dreams alive by continuing to bring them books. And just like Mr. Jefferson, I'm sure they'll be pleased as punch to see you. Girl, you listen to me. I don't care if you're black or white or purple with green polka dots. So long as these books keep on coming, we're all just trying to survive these days, ain't we? And these books are like a miracle to me and my family. Thank you. Dottie done saved me. Along with these fine folks, I was lying at the bottom of a cliff with my ankle all twisted when they came up on me and hoisted me up. Without them, I'd be a goner for sure. Well then, a double thanks to all of you. But Miss Audrey, your foot is in a real bad way. You can't possibly keep on riding. She's as stubborn as Henny Penny is, I'm afraid, Mr. Jefferson. She wants to get these books delivered. There's no need for you to climb the mountain today, Miss Audrey, because the mountain folk all came to you. And we've got your new books right here in Henny Penny's saddlebag. Let's start swapping. My name is Ella Rose. Miss Audrey taught my pa how to read and write. He's hoping for a popular mechanic magazine this time. There's a popular mechanics magazine for him, all right. A cookbook for your ma and Little Women for you. I'm like a Marie. The book lady reads the Bible to my great-grandma every time she brings us books. Miss Audrey asked me to fill in for her while her leg heals. If that's all right with you folks, you and your great-granny know that I'll be here in two weeks to read to her. In the meantime, there's a copy of Preacher Kane's sermon for her. I bet you'll be able to read it to her just fine. Miss Audrey says your ma's going to have another baby, so she slipped in a special mom's development issue of Parents Magazine, along with Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm for your sisters, and Gulliver's Travels for you and your brothers. I'm Eliza Brown. After my pa was laid off from the coal mine, the book lady helped my brother get a job with the Civilian Conservation Corps, earning good money, building bridges, and planting trees. President Roosevelt's New Deal programs like the CCC and the Pack Horse Library are offering jobs and hope to mountain folk. I've got a surprise for you, too. Your brother told Miss Audrey that you are mighty fond of mysteries, so she packed a few Nancy Drew books for you. When I got laid off from the coal mine, I didn't know how I could support my family. Miss Audrey helped me get a job with the Pack Horse Library just over the ridge, and I've been working there as the first book man in these parts. Dottie, it worked! You didn't have to get these books up the mountain all by yourself because everyone on this mountain decided to help. I think we've swapped all the books. I want to thank all of you for making me feel so welcome today. Now, Miss Audrey, how's about a little rest? You've done so much for the folks on this mountain that it's high time we do a little something for you. 
After a night on your own, you and Henny must be hungry. I got some warm molasses to sprinkle on Henny's horse feed and some sassy tea and biscuits for the rest of you. It ain't much, I know, but it's something. And while you eat and rest, let me see what I can do about sitting your ankle. You got to get it wrapped up at least before you head for home. That's mighty nice of you, John. I do suppose I'm a bit hungry after all. Dottie, I'm starting to feel a little hungry, but we really need to get back home. We'll never forget our amazing adventure with you and Merrylegs and Henny Penny today. And Dottie, I have a little something for you. Remember you asked me whether you could borrow a few of the books in my book bag? Well, you certainly didn't have any time for reading today, but my book bag is feeling pretty heavy right now, and I thought I'd lighten my load by leaving you with my copies of National Velvet and Billy and Blaze. Oh my word, this is my lucky day, but how will I ever return these books to you? If we leave the books, we'll just have to come back for another visit. But until then, remember that the second best thing to reading a good book is sharing that book with a friend. Just consider these two books our gifts to the Pack Horse Library collection. That's mighty nice of y'all. Thank you kindly. And now, Dottie, I'm afraid we need to be on our way. It was sure a pleasure meeting you and seeing the important work you're doing as part of the Pack Horse Library. As long as you and Miss Audrey and the other librarians keep delivering those books, all these wonderful people will have something to look forward to. Thank you for finding me. I might not be here if it weren't for y'all. It was a pleasure. P-L-E-A-S-U-R-E. I hope your leg heals quickly, Miss Audrey. Okay, if you're all ready, let's hop back into the book bag and head home together. Three hops on my count. Ready? One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. And just like that, another magnificent adventure comes to an end. I had no idea that Pack Horse Libraries existed. All the women and the horses that were part of the amazing program really helped all the poor people living in the mountains. Book reader, the hills of Appalachia are fading as we head back to our own homes. We saw and did so many incredible things on today's adventure. I'm not sure which part I'll remember the most. I'll never forget how much the books that Dottie delivered meant to the men, women, and children who were waiting for them. I'm going to draw a picture of Dottie handing out all of the books and magazines to the families who were waiting for them. Great idea, Bug! I think I'll draw a picture of everyone pulling Miss Audrey up the cliff to safety. It was sure a relief when we got her to the very top. We can all draw pictures of our adventure together to retell the story to our friends and family. In just a few minutes, I'll play music for us to color our illustrations to. What part of today's adventure do you think you'll draw, reader? I think I'll draw us riding on Skip together, with Dottie on Merry Legs beside us. Those amazing horses were able to carry us up the steep rocky mountains without any problem at all. If you enjoyed today's adventure, like I did, and if you're interested in learning more about horses or the Pack Horse Librarians, you can read any of the books in my book bag. I have a complete list for you at www.thereadingbug.com adventures. Oh, we're back! Reader, you were incredible today. You helped rescue Miss Audrey and deliver all those important books and magazines. I just knew you could do it because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show... 
this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane, build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could sing your way into a Broadway show. Don't let anyone tell you no. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can make your dreams come true just by being you. Thank you so much for joining us on another exciting adventure together. And for all your hard work today, I'm really looking forward to our next adventure. But until then, goodbye. Goodbye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thank you to our sponsors and to all of you for helping us continue to make this podcast. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. Music was by me and Joe Murphy. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, and Riley Savage, and by Camille Everhart and Chesney Evert. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh.